Welcome to the Six Minute States. I'm Simon Delarue, and with me out on the uh, steps of uh, St James Chambers is Helen Bowditch. And uh, we've had a day entirely all about tax because uh, we'd already started the debate before we came here this morning on the issue, and they've run all the way through the day, all six hours, and they haven't yet had all of the speeches. There are, I think, 11 still entitled to speech. I think 11, yeah. I don't know if they'll, speak. All, they'll all speak, but that 11 speakers, that's going to be another a few hours, isn't it? So the bailiff decided. It felt like a bit of an anticlimax at the end. I was all sort of ready to, uh, you know, I'd brought my, my food supplies in. I was ready to see it out. But we they, were all uh, set to stay here till <laughs> eight o'clock in the evening. Yeah. De- Deputy Roffey was the one who suggested let's stay late and get this finished. There, there wasn't they enough support. Yeah. yeah. So they yeah. said, okay. So what's going to happen now is the the tax debate is going to be straddled between this meeting and the next, which is uh, Wednesday week, Wednesday the thirteenth of October. So they'll carry on with it then. Uh, I don't think it's been made clear, it was not clear to me whether they'll start with that at that meeting, whether it will be shoved on the end like education was when that got uh, delayed. Yeah, I guess they'll decide that, yeah. 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 Um, I, I spoke actually on the way out to a few of the deputies and Deputy Victoria Oliver said uh, she felt it would have been a good idea to actually have the uh, a state's meeting scheduled for this one topic as yeah, a standalone. Well, there seemed to be sort of like quite good flow and it wasn't it actually, it, I thought it was a really good debate. I thought lots of ideas came out of it and it, it almost seemed quite collegiate. There wasn't perhaps that sort of toxic atmosphere that was there, for example, during the education debate. Um, you know, people, and, and there are a lot of people who were saying, you know, reluctantly they, they might support GST at this point, which I, I was quite surprised about, actually. So there were definitely some manifestos have gone in the shredder. Well, have they, though? Because they were reassured assured before debate began by Deputy Mark Hellier, the Treasury Lead for Policy and Resources, that a yes uh, to Proposition 4, which is to agree to uh, the, um, the, the idea that a goods and sales tax is necessary, was not a commitment to there being a GST worked up and introduced, but just an invitation for policy and resources to go away and investigate it further. He was very clear about that. Mm. So, and, and several speakers have said that uh, they're going to vote for that proposition um, simply because they want that further investigation to take place and that it shouldn't be taken as an approval of that tax. Although the cynic in me would, might suggest that when uh, PNR come back and they say, they say, look, we've done all this work, you know, we've spent all this money investigating this, and you did say uh, last uh, September, October, that um, you were in principle in favour of it. So it, do- it would set a certain... It would set the train in a certain direction. Yeah, I think that's exactly the cynical. Yeah, well, yes, but that is exactly the cynicism (laughs) that made people say, "Oh, those temporary traffic lights outside Admiral Park—they'll end up there permanently." (laughs) And they were kind of proved right when they said it's that kind of cynicism. Yeah, it's an all-pervading one. Who were the the standout speeches for you? Because we were sort of taking it in turns, weren't we? Um, Yeah, we were. um, Actually, I mean, one of the uh, speeches that uh, struck me was actually the very first one of the day, which is uh, Deputy Burford. Um, As usual, it was a kind of um, a a wide-ranging and nuanced kind of speech where she was uh, trying to put forward the idea that this was a very complex area, and she was uh, actually. This is becoming a theme this week. We in the media were criticised once again for losing all the nuance and uh, basically presenting it. It's always the media's fault. That's always what you go remember. cutting across to the public and it's because we're presenting it too simplistically but she wanted uh, actually she made the point which I think we've taken up that um, you know one way or another there'll be a vote box saying 
um, in favour of or against GST. So uh, we've, 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 in our um, recording of who's said what so far, have said in favour of considering GST, which is a, 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 a nuance, if you like. Um, and, uh, and she ended her speech saying she was still undecided, and that was the first speech of the day, so we had quite, you know, it was quite a long speech, at the end of which we had no further idea which way she was going on that GST proposal. And, um, and that, there was, um, that, that kind of set the tone for the day, because we had people saying that they were against GST um, on principle, but would vote for the proposition to have it debated. And then To keep the... it as an option among a smorgasbord of other options. Indeed. That, that was what I, I'm quoting there from Deputy Sasha Kazantseva-Miller. Right, yeah. yeah. And then, um, by contrast, Deputy Gavin St-Pierre, who uh, actually once tried to introduce a GST, saying he was going to vote against this one. You were listening to him. Yeah, I... I... I thought what he said was interesting and I I did think he said something that I think sort of struck at the heart of it that uh, there had not been enough community engagement that something as significant as this you've got to have road shows you've got to have public meetings he mentioned Deputy Trott when Deputy Trott was the leader of the 010 regime he had around more than 100 meetings so he said he couldn't support it because the the community engagement had been so bad that was something else I think Deputy Burford mentioned I heard Deputy Simon Fairclough mention that um, and he used, he used that expression, you haven't got the hearts and minds of the community. Yeah, they're uh, not so on you, board, was yeah, what uh, Deputy Fairclough said. Yeah. And, um, I, and Deputy St Pierre did admit that he'd made exactly the same mistake when he tried to introduce uh, mortgage interest tax relief. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it, you know, it, it's just one of those things, isn't it? But the problem is that the... Uh, it's out there now that if you ask the community, if you if you stop people in the street and ask them what they think of GST, they think it's they think it's terrible. It, it, it almost reminds me of the two schools debate, really. That you know, from very early on, uh, you, you stop people in the street and they'll tell you, oh, it's bigger class sizes. It's you know, it's cra-, it, which wasn't actually what it was. So it, there's something has gone wrong with the communications strategy, I think, for such a significant item. Well, um, we'll be returning to this subject. I mean, I think we're pretty much out of time once again, um, and uh, we don't have any other subjects to talk about. Oh, we, should, was it, we should say that Monday's paper has got a special thing in it, hasn't it? Where oh, yeah. we've sort of done analysis of, of, of every speaker so far. Yeah, and obviously a few pages on this uh, debate in tomorrow's uh, edition of the... Uh, that's the Saturday edition of the uh, Guernsey Press. Uh, but for now, that's all from uh, us. We'll say uh, farewell. Have a good weekend. Bye.